WrestleZone Daily, streaming to you live from the NBC Tower. Maybe you're getting on the podcast. Maybe you're getting on iTunes. I don't know where you're getting it, but you're getting it now. You're getting the news from WrestleZone.com. Oh, wow. That was, that was an unfortunate vocal performance there that I have to apologize I'm Kevin Kellum, Robert DeFelis from the news desk of WZ. How you doing, uh, Big Robbie D? How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah? You like good? I told you yesterday, I'm Mr. Daly. You can call me Carson. <laughs> and I am here at the total request of you, Kevin. Yes, yes. Uh, you, you are my go-to from the, from the WrestleZone team. I, I love having you. Uh, thank you for everyone joining us, our regular people that, that join us in the live stream, and those that join us in the podcast as well. We, we, we don't forget about you. I love reading your feedback as well. I'm getting more and more of those, so I love it. A lot of people excited coming out of the weekend. We had the big NXT TakeOver show. A lot of big results. We'll get into that. We'll also get into today. Big news that came out just this afternoon. As we mentioned, we're a very topical show. We're about the daily news of the day. And the news of the day is some possible names that may or may not appear on tonight's Raw and tonight's SmackDown that they've teased for quite some time. On top of that, we'll get into a WWE Hall of Famer signing a new deal with the company and more on the fast food Royal Rumble, this ridiculous farce of an internet thing that we're trying to make a thing that I'm not sure if it is a thing, but I'm okay with that. I'm I'm very okay with that. Uh, Hmm. Too sweet to you. Greg Backlund joining us as well. Shout out where you guys are uh, listening and watching from. If you're on the podcast as well, I want to know where you guys are watching from as well. Hit us up at WrestleZone.com and uh, just use the hashtag WZDaily. So that kind of helps and we'll know where those comments are coming from here. Uh, People saying, drink it in, man. What's the big raw news? What is the big raw news? Robert, I'll go to you for that. We have some big news on Raw. It just came out within the last hour or so, correct? That's right. We know that the NXT call-ups, you know, EC3, Lacey Evans, Heavy Machinery, and Lars Sullivan, we know that they are all backstage as well as Nikki Cross with the exception of one Lars Sullivan. And there was some news that broke out about him on Friday, mm-hmm. right before the weekend, about him possibly missing Raw last week due to an anxiety attack. Now, that's mm. from the Wrestling Observer. We, we obviously, we don't have backstage choices. We can't confirm. But the popular belief is that he missed Raw due to something related to anxiety. Mm. Mm. Trepidation, if you will. But, you know, you don't want to put a guy out there if he isn't healthy and ready to do it. You know, you got you to think mm. that the nerves... You got going through your system to be in that in that position. But this is also a guy, you know, he's been in WWE on the NXT level for some time. This is what you're working for. Maybe there's something else there that we don't know. Plenty that we don't know about a situation like that. There's a lot of 50-50 yeah. there. Uh, maybe in, there was, you know, pl- some plans. The rumor, the rumor, an innuendo, is that Lars is the one that, that of the call-ups is going to be positioned to have the most spotlight put on him. He was the first one they were even teasing before they mentioned that all these guys are going to get called up at some time about a month and a half ago uh, before the start of the new year. So, uh, and Lars was the one they were talking about as far back as October, maybe, maybe you know, parts of November. Some people thought he might show up at TLC and it didn't happen. So, I mean, that's a lot of talent just outside of, just outside of Lars, a lot of talent there that you could, that could possibly appear here. Uh, and uh, the the trepidation of Lars could mean that one of those other guys could get a, a bigger spotlight put on him, specifically yeah. EC3. You know, I think EC3 of the singles uh, that they have come out there could be a big star. 
and I also think the women, we need we need more. We need fresher faces for the women too. So I'm, I'm okay with it. I think it's a good move uh, and that it should be something that you do usually after WrestleMania, not before. But, you know, fans want to shake up and that this is part of the, the new era stuff that they're talking about. Though some fans are already crapping on it. Some, some have already turned on the, uh, the new era stuff saying it's not good enough and how come every time you do a new era, it's just Vince getting into something with somebody which is, or some type of shakeup, which is true. But people care. When Vince is out there and says something, yeah, it has right, weight. which is exactly why they do it because Vince makes people care. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? If you're excited for the way that these changes are going to be implemented, or if you're excited for the new stars coming up, give the video a big thumbs up. Let's get some reactions. Let's break. Let's break the algorithm. You know, our greatest enemy on the internet is the algorithm. Uh, the heavyweight champion of of stuff actually reaching people is Mark Zuckerberg. So we have to deal with it. Uh, so help us with that as well. And Kevin, did I you put think. you in the ring against the algorithm at WrestleMania? Can, Can you put that? me in the ring against the algorithm? I don't have the numbers to beat it, man. I just don't have the numbers. I just don't have the numbers to beat it. That's where you guys come in. You got to help us. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're already getting into all the discussion here. And we're just a couple weeks out from a, a Royal Rumble. That's a very, very big Royal Rumble. I mean, not to say that they aren't big already. Uh, this will be the second year where we've gotten two Royal Rumble matches on one card. You know, we're well settled in the idea of every WWE pay-per-view being over four hours with pre-shows and stuff like that. Um, but this is also a stadium production. This is going to be at Chase Field in Arizona. I got to go there in April for just a Diamondbacks game. And it's a beautiful, beautiful space. And this is a part of WWE's expansion for their big quarterly events to have them in, in bigger arenas and stuff like that. So it wouldn't surprise me if in the future, you know, Royal Rumble. SummerSlam, you start to see those from bigger venues. And that was there was talk of them doing something in a Major League Baseball stadium a few years ago before they committed to the current plan they have with SummerSlam in the future. So I, I'm, you know what, though? I don't know if I like that because that takes away from venues like Madison Square Garden. You mm, know? Yeah, true, true. But, you know, Madison Square Garden, they already have enough beef there. You know, Ring of Honor is going to run there the night before WrestleMania in New York, New Jersey, and a whole bunch of stuff there. I am also it's trying to settle on – Oh, sorry. New York, New Jersey. It's in New York. Blah, blah, blah. All right, I know. It's an hour outside of it. It's all right. Rosemont, Illinois. They still call it Chicago when they run here, too. Uh, but uh, we are trying to figure out something to have the WrestleZone WZ Daily team present in the greater New York area around WrestleMania. That's just the, the things are starting to trickle there. That That's relatively new, but we'll get into that later on. Uh, but already talking about Royal Rumble, a lot of big names already confirmed for it. Uh, that doesn't seem like there's any set hype towards one guy winning it, which I'm okay with that. I like that because it that's uh, a lot of people think we've talked about rounds. We talk about the big surprises, but let's talk about, you know, who seems to have the most momentum right now going into the Royal Rumble. It's not exactly clear, though a lot of guys uh, got a lot of issues that could play out in there. That's the fun thing about the Royal Rumble is you see all these individual things either continue or spiral or the page turns on something or new issues start up from the Royal Rumble. It's a lot of, a lot can happen all in one match, which is storytelling wise, the most exciting thing a part of about, about it for me, not, not exactly who wins certainly along with the surprises and the one, two, uh, and who's coming out, yeah. you know, that's some, some excitement there. I think that of the people that are announced, you have to give the most momentum to Rollins. Hmm. Mm, I, I think so, you too. Know? Currently, right, yeah, I, I would say that, too. 
Though there's something that makes me think Finn Balor is in a good position this year. You know, he's never been, uh, you know, out of the loop with that. I think he's always been in kind of like the final four, the final five, or the final six. He's always in the pack there. I know some people always think, oh, they're always hot and cold with, 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 with Finn, but something, especially last week, the way he was looking in the ring, the reaction, the way that the commentary was doing something. And then the reports we heard is that he's being set for a big push. You know, you saw him featured this weekend in the NXT UK TakeOver show. They they removed a guy from the card to get him on that show. So I think they see him as a big part of that European expansion, whether or not he's a full part of that brand or not. But, I mean, he's probably the biggest European star they have right now at the moment. I, I don't think you could, you know, you could say some other guys are closer, if not bigger. But, I mean, you got to think he's up there. Did you watch the specific TakeOver with him? I didn't. They treated him. Like a, like, god. A god. Like, like a god, like, like yeah. a god, yeah. I saw the clip of him coming out. I ju- I just got into like the tag team match before the show today. I did watch the Nigel McGuinness documentary, Chasing the Dream, which I think I highly suggest you guys go see. Wonderful story there on that guy, and and just the the getting so close to it, and now having to live literally right next to the thing he wanted to do and call it is kind of a, a tormenting thing to watch. But you guys can check that out as well. Uh, well worth it on the network. Uh, but a lot of changes. WWE, I think they're ramping up here. I know people complain about, well, Raw sucks. Raw is three hours. It blows. SmackDown's fun. It's cool. You know, but why isn't WWE like NXT all the time? Because like, it's very hard to do. <laughs> like, I think I'm fine about this. And I put out this tweet this weekend, and it got, it got, some, got some reactions. And it got... People and it was it's kind of the same stuff I say all the time, but I had some people getting behind me on it, and then I had some other people not very much against me even trying to say this. Like I wasn't trying to do it to be provocative. I was saying it because I was just like looking at what was coming up, and we were talking about this a few weeks ago about how I just think there's so much cool stuff right now. There's just so much really really fun stuff going on, and there's so much cool stuff that could happen with All Elite. And with NXT and the UK TakeOver show, like, I'm excited to get off the stream with you and watch that show. And I even know what happens. You know, like, I know all the results already. But I'm just excited to finally see that show. And it's a very fun and exciting time. So I put out this tweet, and uh, it seemed to uh, get under people's skin because I got some crap for it. And all I said was, wrestling is really good right now. It feels like it's going to get even better. ROH New Japan, they're going to rock MSG, okay? All Elite Wrestling, very interesting to see it unfold. And WWE is going to be putting on great matches every week. You're getting great matches from every week. If you want to find what you love, it's all there. But... But that wasn't enough for people, right, Robert? Because if, if you can't be negative, how can you even think of being positive with these people? And so I had someone called uh, at the DVD guy one whose avatar is just a uh, picture of uh, Yaquin Phoenix as the Joker, you know, because he's, he's, he's up to trouble. He's a troublemaker, right? And, and okay. this guy wanted me to know that uh, <clears throat> WWE has been rubbish, I, I, I would assume he's British, uh, for having a lot of boring matches. But now I hope they don't drop the ball. They have good wrestlers and haven't used them in the best way going in new brand. AEW makes them work better. Well, AEW hasn't started yet, so we don't know if that's absolutely true. So let's, let's negate that right there. Um, you know, but my, I, I hammered down my point here to this guy, and I bring up, you know, just – 
people watched the Survivor Series show and just wanted to sweep the Brock Lesnar-Daniel Bryan match under the rug, and it was a great, great match that started very slow and, and really cemented Daniel Bryan's new character and had him go the limit with Brock Lesnar, right? That, that's a fun and exciting story. But everyone just wanted to talk about how, all oh, the SmackDown guys lost. Talk about all the SmackDown guys. Are you, did you watch the show? Did you watch, did you watch good matches on the show? Because there was a bunch of good stuff on the show. Uh, and he just wanted, well, anything with, with Brock is rubbish, despite who he fights. I was like, well, then you're just trolling. You know what I mean? Now it's not about whether or not the show is good. It's whether or not you can continue to say it sucks so that you can say something that you don't think sucks is better because it's not the thing that you say sucks. So it's not about what's good. It's about you saying something sucks because you can indulge yourself so much with one thing and this one thing isn't doesn't going to satiate you every day. So now you have to go off on people. That's right. I Eddie? think there is a definite Eddie, what happened? Vibe. What happened to people? What happened to when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. We can't do that because we're, we're so into ourselves. We're so into getting our chance and getting ourselves over that you can't just look over at a kid who's half your age and see that he's having a ball and understand that that's okay and that you're still watching wrestling at your 30s or your 20s or your 40s or your 50s or whatever because you still feel like a kid. It's the same reason you watch sports. It's the same reason you watch superhero movies. You're having fun. So is it more fun for you right now to say something sucks because you enjoy that more or is it because you actually enjoy the thing? At what point are you just not biting your own ass? You know, like... So that, that's been my weekend. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling really good at getting that off my chest. Well, that's good. You got to get the yellums of Kellum out there. There we go. And, you know... I do think there is this vibe of I have to be in on the underground. If you saw NXT, or you will, there was a huge chant of, are you watching Vince McMahon <laughs> in the main event? Because it was, it blew me away. I didn't expect Joe Coffey to put up that much of a fight. Match blew me away. The British fans let Vince McMahon know what they're thinking. Mm. And Vince, by the way, did respond, yes, I am watching. It was awesome. Yes, it was awesome. Yes, yes. Johnny, you, I will cut a promo on everybody. Um, here we go as we were mentioning earlier a bunch of new names questions coming in here Richie getting this one quick in Morales welcome to the show Richie texting you he says hey guys what do you think of EC3 on the main roster what can EC3 do Uh, high upside with this guy looks like a million bucks talks like a million bucks he was Derek Bateman in the original NXT when it was like a pseudo reality show Uh, and then he had sure I think he had a short little run in what NXT became then left went to Impact became a world champion there, had some strong performances there as well. Uh, but this guy talks, he has the gift of gab. This is a, he's a guy I think he'd be a commentator in the future as well. He just has such a, 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 an electric personality and can put and turn phrases very quickly. And on top of that, he's a pretty good wrestler. He's, I, I've, I've never seen like a match that made me go like, oh, wow, that guy's the bee's knees. But he's certainly a character that you can appreciate that's super over the top the same way that, like Elias is. He really hammers on the traditional WWE style or what was the traditional WWE style for 10 years or so. And I really do think he can be a main eventer by the end of the year. I would like to see them hire Dixie Carter, but I think they've given up the fact that the C in EC3 stands for Carter. Stop that. Stop that, Robert. 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 Stop that. Don't do that, Robert. <laughs> no Dixie Carter, apparently. On the you see, 
he went right back at it again. Uh, yeah. Uh, John texting here saying EC3 is solid on the mic and in ring. Uh, with could see him with John Cena. Everyone wants to see him in John Cena. Why do they want? What? What's? What's the? Why? Why is that? I know John Cena said he wants a match with EC3, but what's the fan appeal in that? I think John put that bug out there, and it's like, well, if John wants it, that means we may we may get it. So let's see EC3 versus John. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't agree with you on the uh, Dixie Carter thing there as well. Apparently not. Yeah. Uh, people enjoyed uh, his EC3's pairing with Velveteen Dream as well. Yeah, I, I agree. That's the best match I've ever seen him in as well. And, and people already want to see EC3 versus Cena at WrestleMania. Uh, you know, we talked about these new possible names uh, coming up here from NXT, Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, Lars Sullivan, Heavy Machinery, and EC3. We've all known that they're going to be on either Raw or SmackDown. We don't know what show they're going to be on just yet, and we may have a better idea, especially tonight at Raw, with all of them at the arena, as we mentioned at the top of the show. Um, but where could these guys figure into the Royal Rumble? Where could they figure into you know WrestleMania season? Are these guys going to have big roles on the show? Or is it simply just, we want some fresh faces on TV? I think it's we want some fresh faces. I don't see EC3 doing much outside of the IC title. Mm-hmm. If they try to do the, well, Dean Ambrose is going to defend it in a multi-man to get everybody on the card. I see EC3 being there. Mm-hmm. I think Heavy Machinery will be used at some point in a tag team title way, but we know that they don't give a lot of emphasis to tag teams sometimes, especially around WrestleMania. I think Lars Sullivan, we saw that the report, same one that said he had anxiety, said he's being groomed for Cena. Yeah. I still see it being Lars and Strowman Mm. at WrestleMania. That would be something. Kim Gray texting in here from Memphis, Tennessee. Raw is there tonight. She says, it's my son's first Raw. He's so excited. He's seven. Well, that kid's going to have a ball, and I love that. My favorite thing to do at WWE shows, Robert, you know what it is? Get into it. Heckle the children. Heckle children. It is socially acceptable to yell and and and, and prod children to, to yell back at you. Not in any other circumstance or any other sporting event, may I add, that that is acceptable. Uh, and it is almost encouraged. It is one of my favorite things to do. I just try not to take too much attention from the match. Like early, I wasn't trying to make it about me arguing with someone on the internet, but I just wanted to remind everyone, cut through your own BS and just let people enjoy something. When it's bad, it's bad. When it's good, it's good. And like we, we try to do it on the show quite a bit, uh, but I, I love this. Kim, you're bringing your kid to the wrestling match. It's awesome. He's going to go to Raw. He's going to have a great time. He's going to see some awesome stuff. You know, maybe he's going to see his favorites. Maybe he's going to see someone he didn't even know he loved before, but he's going to remember this, especially when this is his first show. I'll never forget SummerSlam 1994. I went to that when I was 11. I've been wanting to go for years. My dad wouldn't take me, but my big brother Bob would, and we waited all summer, and any time I misbehaved during that summer, it's, oh, someone's not going to SummerSlam. And I would be like, no! All right, so Kim, if you're if you're watching, listening, you can hang this over this kid's head for a long, long time. If he wants, if he loves WWE tonight, and he wants to go back, you, you get that kid behaving real good. When you tell him there's, there's gonna be, hey, you're gonna get body slammed out of your out of some WWE tickets if you keep that up, young man. You keep that up, young man. You keep telling me that Dixie Carter has to be on WWE television. <laughs> you're gonna be off the stream. All right, so good on you. Uh. Yeah, people agreeing with me here about uh, clearing out all the BS here. Uh, text coming in here from Jamie Bartlett wants to know, do you think it's time has come for the Undisputed Era to debut separately as a group or like the Shield? You know, I, I really think we just got to wait and see what settles in here with this new crop of guys coming up. Because when people come up, 
people go down. You know, that's the shuffle. So I would like to see where that where that happens. And I also think like they they've done a lot on NXT. A lot of people think the Undisputed Era act on NXT has kind of ran its course uh, for the Wednesday night brand there. But I haven't seen it just yet. Specifically, because Adam Cole hasn't been the champion there yet. He hasn't been the top champion. He's been the North American I champion. I think that's something that that group could could play a role to get him to that and really push that needle, especially if you look at what – if all Elite uh, Wrestling is going to come up and try and be, you know, the Smart Mark brand for the guys who love just pure hardcore wrestling with uh, not as much Gaga, they're going to get that from NXT as well and, and keeping the undisputed guys who are over with that crowd as well. And some people claim that they were just made to be like a bullet club for WWE. I don't think that's exactly clear. I think they've kind of established themselves. That, you know, I would like to see them do a little bit more in WWE NXT before we call them up. <clears throat> in regards to how to call them up, I definitely want to see them as a group. I think there's so much equity there in mm. them as a group that why separate them? Mm. This is a big story that popped up over the weekend. Nishad texting in about it. Trevor Lee, huge star in Impact Wrestling. Didn't get to be the main event really there, though. But certainly had the gift of gab. Seen him in AEW in the Midwest in Chicago. What a talent. He has reportedly signed a deal with WWE. The terms of it, we don't exactly know. The length of it, we don't know. And we don't know if this means he goes right to the main roster or he goes to NXT. My assumption is that he'll go to NXT at this point because uh, I think that's kind of the route that WWE has gone with getting guys from Impact, with with the, with the big exception being AJ Styles uh, because people wanted him in WWE a long time ago anyway. Uh, so you know I, what? I'll say straight to 205 Live. Drake Maverick. Mm. Put out a promo not too long ago saying he was going to get guys from around the world. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lee could be one of those guys. Trevor Lee is really good, and he deserves a shot. I'm surprised he didn't go with a- AEW, though. Mm. Yeah, true. Surprised. True, but, you know, this may have been a deal that was in works for a while, you know, before the AEW stuff popped up, which se- seemingly feels like it happened in the last six months. But while we're talking about this, another big, you know, the, we've known this for weeks, and we've been reporting it on it at WrestleZone.com, is Kushida. The, the man who recently dropped the junior heavyweight championship in New Japan Pro Wrestling and has been there for a very, very long time, but seemingly has never been put up to the main event level, the heavyweight division, is reportedly in, in turn some type of agreement with WWE, though it hasn't been announced yet. And a lot of people are slotting him to go to 205 Live under the same circumstances you just brought up with Drake Maverick in storyline saying, we're out there looking for talent, you know, uh, and he could be a big part of that as well. Uh, while we're rolling through questions here, People talking about uh, Sasha Banks, Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax, Tamina tonight on Raw. Kevin, Robert, are you interesting? Are we interesting? <laughs> uh, I think your question is, are we interested? Yeah. What do you What do you think of this match? There's a lot you can tease. Certainly, just seems like it has a lot of angle built into it. Nia Jax nearly destroyed Sasha Banks last week on television. Some people thought, uh, and uh, continues to be critiqued. Uh, though her matches are quite violent, and you, you can't deny that there's some real power in them. Can they get something special out of this tonight? I think they will. I think Sasha always tries to really put her body on the line every time she gets into a main event position specifically, and this is as main event as you get. You got Ronda Rousey, who's feuding with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair, and then you have the third horsewoman in the mix. Mm-hmm. I think Sasha's going to push really hard to get something special out of Ronda. Mm. Do you want to get into this as well? News coming from WrestleZone.com. 
Hall of Famer Jerry the King Lawler has signed a new deal with WWE, and he has said publicly that he will be calling the Royal Rumble, which uh, he did a few years ago, and made the match more exciting. I, I like this. This is good news. I think if you're going to use uh, Lawler sparingly, that this is the way to go. I don't think this is a bad thing to do. What do you think? Uh, it's a good move. You know, I'm glad he signed a two-year deal with the company. I don't think he's going to leave mm-hmm. ever. But you know what I found out about Jerry Lawler over the weekend? The dude is still wrestling. Yeah. Like, in Memphis, Tennessee, on February 16th, this man will be in a steel cage <laughs> against some guy. Some so guy. I don't know the other guy's name, but <laughs> it's from Memphis. Yeah. And God, God bless Lawler. Like, this guy is still going. Yeah. Uh, comments to this uh, on RussellZone.com, quite mixed here. Uh, some people... Uh, yeah, are just you know gotta love gotta you know I talk about like the just the people being crappy for for that you know, but then there's other people that say I love heel Lawler on commentary. This is uh, Rex seven one four commenting on this at RussellZone.com. Uh, I loved heel Lawler. Heel Lawler back in the mid nineties. Ooh, it was something special when you would get him doing that. It was very it, funny. Him going off on Bret Hart's family and that whole angle. That was. That was some of the best, like, and that was in a dark era of WWE when they were getting trounced by WCW. It was one of the highlights of the show. Uh, so Royal Rumble, just a few weeks away. We talked a little bit about guys that are announced for the for the big show, and there are some other big matches on the show, specifically Braun Strowman versus Brock Lesnar. Now, Braun and Brock got into it a little bit in a very awkward promo, not Braun Strowman's strongest performance. It was on a split screen. He was kind of call him out to the ring, so there was a little bit of a delay in terms of when Brock could actually hear him. And it was something they tried, and people are talking about this. Like, they try to do different things now with the promos and not just have everything be in the ring. It's like, well, how do we get into the ring? They did this uh, very effectively last week on SmackDown where Daniel Bryan cut this awesome promo. The best promo of the week in wrestling was the one that Daniel Bryan cut on SmackDown where he just went off on people. He went off on merchandise. He threw a hot dog in somebody's face. He, like, worked his way through the crowd. He yelled fickle into everyone's face. He said they were impotent. Impotent. He's saying these people can't foster children. Do you understand that? That is what he's saying. He's If he calls a woman barren, that's crossing the line. But he's calling dudes impotent, and it was just, it was just great. But in comparison, the title program over on Raw – with Brock Lesnar, does not have the same mojo that Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles has. Uh, and it was because of this promo. It really felt like this thing kind of fell off the rails a bit. And then they get back and they get out to the ring, and it looks like Brock's in the ring, and then Brock walks away. So it's playing up the idea that Brock doesn't want any of anybody until he gets paid to be, get any of anybody. You know, so I don't know. I, I, it was, it's the one thing on Raw that did, it felt lackluster. It's hard to say that. Brock is afraid of this guy because, like, we've seen Brock handle him several times now. So you can't really buy that, oh, I think Brock is afraid. It's just, I think they need to get fresh matches with Brock while they still have him. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have Brock Lesnar, throw a Seth Rollins at him. Throw a, a Lashley at him. Mm. But another match with Strowman, I sure hope it's the last one. I'll say that. <laughs> Yeah, so a, a lot of the, all of this is going on right now at WrestleZone.com. But this is WZ Daily, and you know we're supported by a lot of great people, like you guys sharing it and you guys sharing the show and getting the podcast out there, and we appreciate it. And another per- people that help us, another people, another people, another person that helps us are the wonderful people at Powerslam.tv. Now, we have WWE Network, but outside of that, you got to have a lot of options. So something that really centers it makes it so much easier. Less than $10 a month. 
less than $10 a month. All right, is powerslam.tv. Over 4,000 hours of on demand independent streaming wrestling from Defy, from CZW, from highspots.com. So much stuff. And uh, part of the cool thing we get to do with them is we give you guys the promo code. So you get your first month for free. You use the promo code WrestleZone free. Your first month, try it out, see if you like it. And if you don't, you don't have to keep it. All right. And over on our WrestleZone Facebook page, we have a free match, a free match. With the machine, Brian Cage. The machine, Brian Cage, taking on Alexander Hammerstone. Well, that, now that's a wrestling name. And this is from PCW Ultra. You can check that match out up now for free. Go check it out. We also have other matches from Joey Janela, Rob Van Dam, a whole bunch of free matches for you to check out and see if you like it. And go try it out with the promo code WrestleZoneFree. That's all thanks to our friends at Powerslam.tv. Big thank you to them. And if you tried that, send us a screenshot of it. Tweet us a screenshot of it or send it to us on Facebook and see. tell us what you guys thought of it. Jumping right into your questions here. We'll roll through them. Fire off your questions. Let us know what you think. Anything going on in the world of wrestling, we're going to jump right into it. The most conversational and interactive show. That's how we try and stand out. There's a bunch of other podcasts you could be listening to with this guy goofing and that guy and Brian Alvarez screaming about who's a geek. <laughs> this guy's a geek. I love when he calls people geeks. Good, good up to Brian Alvarez. Uh, but let's get into it. Jimmy Williams, did Jim Ross sign with AEW? He's asking, did Jim Ross sign with AEW? That's the question we're getting uh, here. Uh, we don't know uh, what the status of Jim Ross is. Now, apparently his deal with WWE that allowed him to do New Japan Pro Wrestling and select WWE events, uh, WWE had the option to not let him do that, and they didn't. He didn't get to call Wrestle Kingdom this year. Uh, so some people claim that he's just waiting for his WWE deal to end and then go to AEW. But Jim Ross hasn't said it, so I'm not saying that at all. But if they have a TV deal and you get Jim Ross, woo, that's a big, that is a big get in terms of just presenting a broadcast that people take legitimately as pro wrestling needs to be. You know, especially with AEW, uh, Tony Khan did an interview, uh, the Westwood One podcast that X-Pac does, X-Pac's. Uh, one two three sixty. Uh, very very good conversation. And Tony Khan seemed very dialed in. He's a very business sports business oriented guy. But he stressed that uh, as an executive of All Elite Wrestling, uh, he wants it to be driven as a sports stat guy. He wants it to be driven by wins and losses. Who wins? Who loses? The, those things will matter. So I think in that perspective, getting a Jim Ross, a guy who loves sports. Worked for the Atlanta Falcons, has been around sports for a long time, certainly has enjoyed this run with New Japan, and certainly you know, is probably the most uh, known broadcasting voice uh, in WWE through the last few decades, would be, you know, would, would be the right guy to get. Will they get him? I don't know. Is it something that Jim Ross wants to commit to at this age in his life? I don't know. I'm not going to speak for him. But if they That's got him. That's my concern. Yeah. If they got him. The, the, yeah. But the age of Jim Ross does concern me. And let's be honest, Jim Ross, when he was calling New Japan, mm. he wasn't getting a lot of high reviews. Mm. Some people were kind of, you know, drained on the Jim Ross shtick. Maybe AEW gets a new guy, but I definitely think you sign Jim Ross on as a consultant, like the mind of Jim Ross, who's done everything in wrestling, is invaluable. But I think maybe get another broadcaster in the main chair. Uh, no, I would still go with Ross if you can get him. If you can get him for your pay-per-view, you know, if you just get him for a couple of shots, that would still be worth it. Uh, David, David Johnson saying, do you think CM Punk is coming back at the Rumble? Here's my answer to this question that we get quite often. No. No, I don't. I, I don't think he's coming back at the Rumble. I think CM Punk has 
has pro wrestling in the rearview mirror. Uh, Chris Jericho was did an interview with Van Vallette on YouTube. I just watched it before we went on today. And he was asked, you know, what do you think of all these other guys that could sign with you at All Elite? He signed with All Elite. Chris Jericho saying he had the best money offer of his career to sign with All Elite. So do you think he would go there? Uh, do you think he would return at the Rumble? Da, 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 da. I, I don't think Sam Punk's going to return to wrestling. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. If he would do it, it would be a big deal. Uh, if he did it, it would be – I don't know if it would be a game changer. And I don't know – I'm not going to discredit his fandom – but I don't know if he's if he's been away so long now and tried UFC and it didn't work. And also he said publicly many, many times that he just doesn't – he's not going to say no, it'll never happen, but he just doesn't believe it's going to happen. So that makes me think like, all right, he's done with it. You know, The next time you see – I think he'll – I think the best shot you have at CM Punk return is for him to be in a color commentator role at something like AEW. But I don't see him returning to the ring. And let's be real about this, guys. It's been five years. Yeah. It has been five years. I think it's safe to say that whatever energy there was there, whatever buzz there was there, it's faded off. Mm, You know, but never say never, right? Never say never. And maybe something can motivate him. Who knows? But uh – I'll I'll take his I'll take him at his word. I don't think he wants to wrestle. Stephen Perosi texting here. AEW looks like they're going after Goldberg as well as a big signing. I wonder if AJ Styles would go there after his contract is up. Well, apparently the word we have is that AJ is quite happy in WWE, and it mm-hmm. looks like he'll remain there. There was some talk that maybe his deal was coming up soon. We don't know. We don't have an exact idea when his deal is ending with WWE. But also say this. WWE's not done a bad job in terms of positioning this guy. I got to speak to him last month. He seemed very, very happy about where WWE was was positioning him, where he could go. He felt like there was a lot more things for him to accomplish in WWE, and he seemed very, very motivated. That was me speaking to him directly. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he loves being in WWE. I think he likes being a superstar. I think he loves the WrestleMania stage, and I think he – finds it more attractive if some of those guys that are out there that want to have those big-time big, big time matches and want to be the bit, the best bout machine. Jenny Omega. You want to do that? You got to come to WWE. Uh, a lot of people asking. You know, do- let me just say, mm-hmm. the Goldberg thing. Yeah. Everybody was like, why is Goldberg in WWE? If you pop for Goldberg going to AEW when yeah. you craft on him in WWE, yeah. you're, you're a hypocrite. You're full you of know? it. You're full of it. You're a geek. Big old geek. You're a nerd. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. Goldberg had a monster run in WWE with like three matches and a whole bunch of angles and a handful of physical things. Did it in his late 40s after not being in the ring for over a dozen years. Looked like a million bucks. Had one of the best five-minute matches I've ever seen. Had a great WrestleMania match. Resurrected and redeemed the first WWE run, which some fans were disappointed by. And had a really fun thing with Brock Lesnar. That shocking win was special. They made some very specific moments out of that. And then got to induct him in the Hall of Fame. Uh, He also had some injuries with that. He tore his groin. He got really hurt. This was something that was hard for him to physically do at his age. And he felt that and expressed that. And he's going to be on the Goldbergs, I think, this week, the the ABC sitcom that is not related to him by name, right? Um, I would think think AEW, if he's there, maybe he makes an appearance and and maybe pops a little bit of the needle there. I just don't don't see him having a match unless the – Unless there's something that would that would move a mountain. And certainly, that, that guy, I don't know what his money situation is, right? I don't want to say that somebody needs money. 
Uh, but, you know, they're playing with real money now. You got to you gotta make that. If you guys are into Goldberg and in AEW, give this give us a like. Let's see what you think of that. And if you guys are way into it, you maybe, maybe I'm wrong. The only thing I would enjoy from him is, like, MJF is running his mouth, and then he gets a spear. Like, that'd be fun, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that'd be fun to watch. Uh, we're being asked about uh, the Fast Food Royal Rumble. We will have some confirmed competitors at the end of today's episode. Oh, yeah. We have some new confirmed competitors at the end of today's episode. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> would be nice if Joey Styles was on commentary. Joey Styles, I think, is way done with wrestling. I haven't heard anything about him in wrestling in a while. No, rip to Joey. I just don't think he's, he's done to it. He's uh, very good, though. Yeah. Uh, already covered this. CM <laughs> Punk going to AEW. No, I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna wrestle. I don't. I don't think. I don't think this is happening. Uh, Corey Elam, Kenny Omega coming to to WWE? Yes or no? Um, a lot of people. You asked me a few weeks ago. I thought he would go to WWE. Ask me now. I think AEW. I don't know. We'll find out at the end of the month. And I think uh, the more they wait, the more interesting it gets. Wrestling fans, you guys are so dedicated, and you don't want to wait. You want all the answers now, but how interesting is that if you get all the answers at one time? It, it well, wouldn't Kevin, be. Kevin, we're living in an Amazon Prime universe. We need it now, not not tomorrow. I know I'm doing a podcast, not- but I'm 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 watching YouTube right now. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. I'm already done. With, I'm, no, I'm already. Do, I'm already done with you. You can have this conversation. Can you text this conversation to me later? Because I'm watching Instagram videos right now. Yes. So it's like you're, the same you idea. The new generation of WWE. This is the now generation. Okay. I want it now. We're, we're now. I want it now. now. Is Kenny Omega going to AEW? I want to know now. So if I had to guess, my money would be all the way on AEW because mm. he came up with the branding of Elite. I still think there's a lot there. You know, mm. and Chris Jericho, if you've been paying attention, has kind of said already the name Kenny Omega several times mm-hmm. when referring to AEW. So I think it's a safe bet. But I still would love to see him in the Royal Rumble, you know. Chad Davenport. Too bad Chad texting in here with his Peter Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, is asking, is there a TV deal done yet? For what? I don't know. Uh, but I assume you mean... Probably for AEW. Yeah, probably for AEW. From what we know, there is no TV deal yet. But it does seem like, you know, you got the Khan family involved here. They have a lot of money. They certainly have media deals, uh, both probably locally in Jacksonville with different groups, and then obviously with Fulham in the, in the EPL and out of London. Uh, they, they have a lot there. They have a lot of media relationships. Now, what that could be, the reported... The reported you know, discussions we heard where, where that Turner was involved in it. And then there were some Reddit rumors that it was, oh, that maybe they're going to go to TNT. I don't know. But it definitely looks like they have, you know, they have six big guys that you can start a company with. They have a lot of money. They have a lot of seed money. They have a live event at an arena in Las Vegas. They've already done a live event on their own. They have momentum right now. Uh, the other thing they I have would, but, yeah, I, the other thing I would look at is what happens with being the elite as a web series. Does that move somewhere? Does that go somewhere else? Does that stay on YouTube? Is that a part of this deal? Do you keep that following that they have going into something else? I think you have to. I think it's such a huge part of their brand. I know mm. Meltzer reported that in the WWE contract, mm. the Young Bucks were offered. Mm. Being the elite, being on the network was one of the things in the contract. Yeah, uh, and that I, a lot of the news that came out about that contract, mind you, uh, I, I didn't buy all of that story. I didn't buy all of it. So uh, just to get it out here, the points of the contract that the WWE reportedly offered the Young Bucks was huge. It was a huge, huge deal. 
three-year deal with a six-month-in-out clause, meaning that if they got into it, the deal within six months, if they didn't like it, they could get out, just have a cut deal and just leave with whatever money they had at that point and just get out. Uh, and that would give them a run to WrestleMania. So, so that that was my mind when I heard that. Was That was shocking. Uh, and as you mentioned, that that would give them a run from the Royal Rumble to WrestleMania, maybe a little bit into the summer. And if they liked it, they could keep going. If not, they had to do this. That's where I think whoever this all elite group was, whether it's the cons and other people, mainly it's just the con family. And the, the con group comes in and says, well, if you're going to sign that, then maybe this doesn't happen. You know, I, that's my thing is the bucks weren't on the table. If Cody wasn't there, I think you had to get all three of those guys, but mind you, they have, they have six really strong talents. Uh, the bucks, Cody, hangman page, Jericho and, and others, you know, so you have a lot here. I want to get into this question here. NXT UK TakeOver, amazing show. Still working my way through it. But the big news out of it was Walter, the German brawler and bruiser, uh, has come over. Uh, that, was, that was an awful impression. Uh, that, what about Walter coming out and getting in the champ's face, getting in Pete Dunne's face? You have two hard-hitting, mean, low-down, dirty guys, but one is not low-down. He's up there. He's a big boy. Walter is a huge, menacing figure. What did you think of this? I thought everything about the show, first of all, was great. And Walter, the way they debuted him was perfect. The show is getting ready to sign off. They have the little lower third in the corner. That they says, always tease you. Know, you. They always tease you with the logo in the corner. You think it's done. You and know? you're like, oh, it's over. And then the music hits. Out comes Walter. And there's something about the British. They're just so proper. But they're just kind of like staring <laughs> the British. down. The British. Like, and they're just like, all right, good, good. And then Joe Coffey tries to get in the ring and Walter just smacks him away. Like, <laughs> so good. And just so, all right, Pete, good job. You know what's coming. No. I'm going to kill you. Like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> good, good effort, chap. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, so uh, I, I'm getting this question here. I, I People liked it. And there was a lot of discussion coming on. Another thing with NXT UK is they're going to be a part of the World's Collide Tournament that WWE is going to film at the Access Convention that they're running in the, the days leading up to the Royal Rumble in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, and this will be filmed as a special that will air on the WWE Network. I don't know when that'll air. They haven't really set a date for it. Uh, but with a network, you know, they can kind of just do it when they want. <laughs> like, they kind of call their own shots, really. Uh, what we know from it is the winner of this will get a shot at any championship in those three divisions that they choose, whether it's NXT UK, NXT, or 205 Live. And it looks like a very, very exciting tournament. We have all the competitors over at WrestleZone.com. Uh, I'm I'm surprised that this isn't, like, this could this could run in an arena. You know, like, there was something I was thinking about this, like, why, why didn't they do this as, like, a show the night before? But we're getting NXT TakeOver or something like that. Also makes me think, like, well, are they going to do something like this at WrestleMania? Is this, is this just to make the convention not just like a, a meet and greet thing it's really driven by autographs you go there you want to meet yeah. the legends and stuff like that and get get your picture with everybody and there's nothing wrong about that th those are wonderful things they have interactive exhibits and stuff like that um but i would say having a tournament means that the matches then have weight i know they did like a tag team tournament at wrestlemania access last year but this is the first time they've really done something where they're like here are all the guys that are going to compete here are the matches here's stakes there's a prize you know, like, it feels like, oh, this is legit. But they haven't mentioned this on television yet. They've only mentioned this online. I think it's a come and have fun. There's going to be this thing. And if we want to utilize it going forward, if we want to put 
mm-hmm. I don't know, Adam Cole on 205 Live or Cedric Alexander on NXT. We can if we choose to, but it's mostly to have fun. Raven Persaud says, WWE sucks. Shut up, loser. All right. <clears throat> see that? See that? See that? See that? Like, there's nothing there. That this is wasted words. This is this is nothing. This isn't even junk food. This isn't even food. There's no nutrition gained from those words. Is anything? Is the wheel of of uh, us as wrestling fan? Is it spun because of the thing you just said? Have you provoked a reaction? No. You you're dumb. You're dumb. Don't say dumb things. <clears throat> Here we go. AEW can buy WWE now. Be gone, Matt. WWE fan. All right, so this is this is just straight trolling. You're not even good at so the trolling. What? You're not even. You're not even so good. We got trolled. Was it the same guy who said that? Yes, it's the same. This it's it's the same community college dropout that 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 dropped that, that threw that line at us. Good for you. Uh, Steven texting ears, what is WWE going to do with Lars Sullivan? With his panic attacks, he was he was in line for a big push. Will they hold him back? You know, we don't know exactly what's going to happen with Lars. It's been reported that he had some type of anxiety issues, as you mentioned earlier in the show, and that maybe they were going to film something with him, and they didn't end up doing that. And we're not clear. But the reported word is that he slotted for some large match at WrestleMania with John Cena, and he could squash him. But we don't know for sure if that's going to happen. It definitely seems like that could be in question right now. Um, <clears throat> Russell, By the Bi- way, I would not want to see another John Cena get squashed match at WrestleMania. I saw that once last year, and I let it go because of who was doing it, but mm-hmm. I would never want to see it again. Okay. Russell Byron saying, you guys think AEW is looking to compete with WWE? I just think AEW is just looking to be the big alternative I think AEW, if they, it certainly seems like they were strategic in the way they did that rally last week, doing it in Jacksonville, uh, you know, less than five minutes away from where WWE was running SmackDown. That was strategic. There's no, there's no way you can deny that that was strategic. Uh, but you had, you know, you had Hangman Page, you had other people point blank say like, "Hey, we're just looking to be different." But come on, let's be, let's be real here. I think, listen, as long as the fans think that they're competing. And the fans feel like, yeah, I have yeah. a competition and an alternative. You're fine. I don't think, you know, there's a lot of rumor back in the Monday Night War days of Eric Bischoff wanted to put them out of business. And Eric's gone on to say that that's not entirely true. Mm-hmm. But, you know, perception is reality. And as long as people are enjoying it, what's what's the harm? No. You know? I, I don't know if they're looking to compete with them, but they definitely want to be an alternative. You know, there's there's room in the market now for another big wrestling company. And all lead and the people that are backing it are talking like that. Like they 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 can provide something that that is more straight sports oriented for a slightly more focused audience. And I think that's what they're going to do. Uh, uh, that looks like that's the direction they're going in. Let's get into more questions here. Johnny G going to be in the Rumble. Are we going to see any NXT guys in the Rumble? Do we have any confirmed right now? Let me run. Let me run them on the screen here for you. I don't think we have any confirmed, confirmed NXT names. Though last year they had Adam Cole was in the Rumble. Andrade Cien Almas. I think that was maybe part of his debut around the time he debuted. Uh, you know they don't. No, have, he was still the champion. I think he still had a few months. Yeah. So I mean, I don't. I don't think we're going to have. Uh, we're going to have any announced NXT names in in the Rumble. My Though, guess. Yeah. It's still Ricochet. Mm. And it's Ricochet and Aleister Black, because I think you're gonna want that 
oh my god look at the athleticism that you can only find wednesday nights mm-hmm. on nxt <laughs> uh getting asked this question here big kev hey big kev what's up Big Kev, Big Kevin, not Nash. Um, ask, which legends, former WWE star, would you like to see in the women's Royal Rumble? I would like to see AJ Lee or Victoria. Oh, oh, Lisa Marie. What a sweetheart. Uh, I, I'm. You bring up Victoria. I'm fond of Victoria. I would love to see Victoria have uh, a wonderful moment in WWE. She announced recently that this will be her final year in professional wrestling. I think she deserves it. I think she's someone that should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I, I I really was hoping that she would do something in Evolution, and I'm completely biased. Uh, completely biased. I worked a, a handful of comedy events at her former restaurant called The Squared Circle here in Chicago. I got to watch Raw with her a handful of times and, and, ha- and watch her pick apart things and say, like, oh, they're not doing this, and they should be doing that, and, oh, I love this, and I love that move, and, um, and I and I would ask her things like, "How come everyone wears black? How come everyone's wearing black?" She's like, "It's slimming. If you're having if you're having like a water heavy day, it's slimming. It's it, that's why people do that." And I was like, "Oh, like even the guys shook. Even the guys. That's why that's why a lot of the guys wear it. They don't want even want to look remotely like they got a little chunk on them. You know? I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, and it was always fun to see that. I think AJ Lee would be a big thing, but I just don't I don't see it just because of her." Her relationship with, with CM Punk and the way, you know, she found out about all those things after he left and blah, blah, blah. She did put out a successful book. I think AJ Lee is someone who could do some other things exciting outside of WWE. We haven't seen it just yet. And Victoria was did a lot. She was in uh, TNA for a long, long time there. I would love to see her have something. I would love to see Victoria do some stuff in, in the last year that are big and, and uh, move the needle, you know, like that. I uh, agree. I agree. I want to see both of those women as well. And maybe Alundra Blaze. Mm. You know, I can never see enough Alundra Blaze. Yeah, she did. It was fun to see her in that uh, women's battle royal they had at the Evolution pay-per-view back in October. Which everyone crapped on before the all-women show saying, that, oh, you're just doing this catch-all match to get as many people on the show. Yeah. And guess what? It was awesome. It was like a really, really good match. I remember really, really enjoying that. Uh, Nia Jax. It was one of the better battle royals I'd ever seen. Yeah, exactly. So, so what's what's the problem with that? Uh, status of Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn's Bray Wyatt, Wyatt family. Uh, well, a photo came out recently of Kevin Owens at a signing, looking very trim, very trim, very athletic look version of Kevin Owens. Uh, I, I I could see Kevin Owens coming back with a lot of. Uh, vinegar, uh, vigor, vinegar. He's gonna smell. He's gonna smell like vinegar. Uh, vigor uh, and motivation and pep. He's gonna have a lot of pep. Uh, yeah, he's not gonna be yelling yep. He's gonna be yelling pep. Uh, but no, uh, Kevin Owens coming back. I think would be a big, big thing. Uh, I would. I would like to see him on SmackDown. I think there's a lot of matchups there that would be really, really fun. Uh, I don't think the business between Daniel Bryan and those guys would be different. Uh, also, they're going to come back and they're going to get a big reaction. So Kevin Owens, I think, actually is going to come back to a babyface reaction. If he's going to go heel, something they'll do a little bit after he comes back. But he's going to come back and it's going to be, wow. I would love to see him at Royal Rumble if he's ready. Uh, there's some talk that, you know, Sami Zayn is uh, rehabbing. You know, about a month ago, he was on Chris Jericho's podcast, said, I'm not, I don't know when I'm coming back. I know they're running a promo on me coming back, but I don't know when that is. But that could be a big old work, too. You know, I don't work me, brother. Work I, me. I hope he joins Daniel Bryan in his fight against consumerism. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of his thing, though. If you if you go to his Twitter, like, he's like, you guys shouldn't, if you, if you, don't, you don't need to buy that. Do you want to buy that? Do you need, do you need that other thing that you're going to buy? So he's saying all that. Now, now I have that in my head. If I'm looking at Sami Zayn's uh, Twitter, it's going to make me, you know, be more responsible with my money. So there you go. 
That's right. Uh, people bringing up Raven Prasad, uh, who's still uh, now saying not dumb things, uh, saying Luchasaurus and Casey Carly will be in AEW. We don't know that. Luchasaurus, you ever seen Luchasaurus yet? Luch- I believe Luchasaurus, I don't know if he's signed to Ring of Honors, but he is working some dates. Yes. He did just work uh, Honor Reign Supreme last mm-hmm. night. Oh, boy, that's a gimmick, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the guy, he literally have. looks like a giant reptile and has like a beard. It, it looks like a more advanced version of what Delirious was doing like 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, talk about that. People asking, who is Walter? Walter is the giant German-Austrian menace who appeared on the NXT UK pay-per-view this past weekend, and he has been talked about for quite some time. Also, the meanest, loudest chop, chop. I have ever heard. He could literally just do a match where he does nothing but chop people. Nothing but chop people. Also, there is like slow motion still frames of him chopping people and making people's chests look like water. It is gross and powerful to see that image. Uh, so people bringing up all types of matches here. Uh, Ray Bryant saying, NXT stars put on a better show than the main roster of WWE to me. And you know what, Ray? That's great. That's You know what That the, the thing about that is? That's a WWE show that you're watching. Did you know that if you watch NXT, you're also watching WWE? Did you know that? Or do you not want to know that so that it fits a different narrative so you can say that this show sucks and this show doesn't suck so then the show I watch is not the one that sucks? So guess what? You enjoyed a show and it was fun. You got caught. You had a fun time. But you don't want to say it because then they know I'm having a fun time. They're going to get me back. <laughs> it's part of it. It's all big work, man. Work me good. Work me yeah. right. I'm okay with it. Yeah, let's get right into it. What is WWE doing with solo runs of Sheamus and Cesaro? It's awful what's happening to them. Is it really? Is it really awful? Here's the thing. WWE has such a deep roster. Think about that. There are uh, probably over a dozen guys on Raw and SmackDown that could be world champion. You have multiple women that could be that could be the Raw and women's champion. You have many of them, many people say there should only be one champion on, on all those shows. So think about that. If the brand if there was just one world champion, how many guys would you be complaining about that they're not doing enough with? So I think, you know, you gotta look at what's the best role for the people they got when they have them. You know, what's to say that those both Sheamus, a, a brawling guy who's had a world championship here and there. Still wrestling with stenosis of the spine, which is crazy to think about, uh, and still going for it. Still going for it. Definitely not wrestling on a light light load. Yeah, Cesaro knocking out his freaking teeth, you know, out there being foot cyborg, uh, and they're still having banger matches. Do I think they've run their course as a tag team? Possibly. Possibly they have. Uh, but, you know, being the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, which has a much stronger tag division, and being at the top of that, is that is that I'm really messing with you? You know, when, when you have you could get lost in the shuffle if you were just a singles guy? Imagine if Zack Ryder was in a successful tag team right now. A guy like that who's on the bottom of the card, you know? That, that he would actually maybe be on TV more. So some of those guys being in a tag team is a good thing. Keith Slater and Rhino had a really fun run with two guys that were really low on the card and got it out of being a tag team together. Uh, so I would see some. I would be okay with that actually. Jimmy Williams saying, "I think Pete Dunne's reign is going to end soon. Does he stay in NXT UK? You know, the guy's over 600 days atop the NXT UK brand. A lot of people thought Mike Coffey was going to get that strap off him this weekend in Blackpool. What do you think? When do you when do you get the title off this guy? He's had it over a year, almost two years now. 
I think Walter's the guy who's going to get it off. So it's a matter of winning in a book that match. But I think Pete is one of the few guys on NXT UK who can go up to regular NXT full-time raw, full-time SmackDown full-time and fit in like a glove. Like Pete is damn good in the ring and Triple H said it after NXT UK this past Saturday. He's only so young. Imagine what he's going to be like in a few years. He's still got so much time and hasn't even hit his peak yet. Mm, mm. Let me just put it out there. If you're going to be in the chat, run in your mouth. Run in your mouth like, oh, you're on a treadmill trying to lose weight from your fat, fast food eating tongue. And you're going to come out there and say those boys at WrestleZone ain't good. Well, guess what's good? Me breaking your arm off and slapping you in your stupid face. All right? I'm straight fire and you just got burned. There we go. There, uh, there, there's our picture. Gas in the tank, money in the bank. Ladies and gentlemen, come the Royal Rumble. You're looking at the man. Woo! Can we get into the fast food Royal Rumble, baby? Can we talk? I think we can. Can we talk about the fast food Royal Rumble? We're near the end of the episode. For the WrestleZone Daily diehards and those just tuning in, this is something that started with uh, Johnny Udonovich, who's in the chat. Uh, he wanted to hear you cut a promo, but I did it for you, buddy. Uh, Johnny U, this is something that started with him just commenting and texting in during the show, saying, hey, what are they going to do that KFC Colonel bit where they have, you know, a, a wrestler from the past, HBK did it, Ric Flair, dress up like the Colonel from Kentucky Fried Chicken, come out there and like super kick a chicken or put on a figure four on a chicken. All right. And we and I and some people thought, oh, that's stupid. Why are they doing that? I thought it's a it's a perfect commercial. If you're gonna do a commercial, at least have someone from a fast food company get put through a table. <laughs> like, like, like I'm just saying, if you're gonna do it, be silly. Be silly for the sake of being silly. And that's what started us doing the fast food Royal Rumble. So Robert DeFelis, who's the commissioner of the fast food Royal Rumble, I'm going to turn to you. That's right. I'm going to ask, do we have some new competitors for the big event, which will be streaming on Twitch the afternoon of the Royal Rumble? So the afternoon, you want to make sure your notifications are on there. We will have it at WrestleZone.com. So even if you're not on Twitch, you can actually watch it. You don't have to be on Twitch to watch it. All right, and we will have it at WrestleZone.com and GameRevolution.com, our sister site. We're excited. We have some new competitors to confirm. That's right. Well, let me tell you, it's not just about the burgers and the buns Mm-mm. and the french fries. It's Mm-mm. about the pizza. Kevin. It's about the pizza. We have a slice above other competitors. Who do we have, Mr. DeFelis? We have. Little Caesars. What? He's bringing the pizza pizza. He's hot How- and he's ready to rumble. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, I think those other 29 competitors, they're going to have to avoid the noise. Because we have signed the noise. The noise. Uh, a very deep cut. If you don't know the noise, is, just look it up on YouTube. The noise was uh, a character that Domino's made. And they, he was just like, he looked like the Repo Man. He looked like a weird version of, like, the Repo Man just with a very large nose for some reason. And he would steal your pizza, and he would steal time from your pizza. So you wanted to not be annoyed. You needed to avoid the annoyed and order for Domino's because they would deliver it to you in, like, half an hour or less or some insane. 30 minutes or less. 30 minutes or less. A, a guarantee that they do not hold themselves to any longer. <laughs> uh, yeah. But what about it? Uh, people also bring you know up their— we've got, Kevin? What, who's that? 
we've got you know her, you love her, the mm-hmm. Starbucks siren. The Starbucks siren. Now we've seen her on the cup, but we've never seen her compete off the cup. Will she get our name right, or will she pronounce it wrong, like many people at Starbucks? Let me tell you, she might not get your name right, but she is here. She says fast food has been a patriarchy for too long, Mm -hmm. and she's here to take down the patriarchy, and it's going to be interesting to see what she does Mm. in the fast food royal rumble. Yeah, people want to know if Applebee's bacteria for life is going to be there. Cannot confirm. Uh, We do, we do, uh, we, you do have to pass. Uh, We are trying to be bacteria free. You do need to pass the, yeah, you do have to pass a drug test, the food inspector test. You're going to be, you're going to be tested by the food inspector to compete in the fast food royal rumble. Uh, people asking, is the Wendy's girl going to be there? You better believe oh, it. Is confirmed. She, she was the first name signed officially for this matchup. <laughs> uh, someone's saying they should get uh, Daniel Bryan to beat up the KFC chicken in the next commercial. <laughs> he will do it and just yell about consumerism. Yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, yes. People saying necronoid. They need the, they need the noid. Uh, people yelling toga, toga, toga. So. Uh, Want to know what you guys think of this? This is a pretty ridiculous thing here. Yes, the Fast Food Royal Rumble. It is going down Sunday, January 27th, the afternoon of the Royal Rumble. It will be streaming live. Robert and myself will be hosting it. It will be at WrestleZone.com. It will be at GameRevolution.com. And if you're on Twitch, you should already look them up. Game underscore revolution. Give them a look and, and tell me about it here. James Espanto, uh, good listener of the show. Thank you, thank you, James. He wants to know: Is Yosh- Yoshinoya Beef Bowl in the Fast Food Royal Rumble? I don't even know what a Yoshinoya Beef Bowl is. I don't even know that was a I thing. I don't know if we've got enough room for the Yoshinoya Beef Bowl, but we're trying to work out the details of Aunt Jemima bringing the sticky we, goodness. We, we are trying. She is. She has quite the representation. She she wants a lot of money. Uh, but Aunt Jemima wants to be a part of the mix, and we'll see what we can get. Uh, we'll, we'll try. We'll try, though. Uh, Matt Pessel is texting in here. Uh, maybe he's very happy with his Kansas City Chiefs at the moment, and he wants to know, uh, from Kansas City, he wants to know, hey, I work at Pizza Hut. Can I, win, can I enter and win it all? You know, I don't know if you can win it all, but you can watch it all on Twitch the <laughs> afternoon of the Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'm being asked if the pre-show is going to be Pepsi versus Coke. <laughs> No, no, and I'll tell you why. Because the Coca-Cola bear is in the fast food Royal Rumble. He cannot fight the the Pepsi man at the pre-show of the Rumble because he's in the Rumble. We've got wrestling bears. Wrestling (laughs) bears. Do you understand that? There's several animals in this match. Oh, several animals. You got to understand, you can't be a champion if you don't wrestle a bear. Do you understand that? You can't be a champion if you don't wrestle a bear. Gene LaBelle, all right, wrestled a bear, all right? Daniel Bryan wrestled a bear, all right? You don't believe me about this? Listen to this. I've actually wrestled bears. You know who else has wrestled bears? Now who? Stu Hart. Gene LaBelle. Arn Anderson. We've all wrestled bears.
I wasn't ridiculous. expecting that. Yeah, you I, know? I think you, you brought it up to me. This is a Shining Wizardo. Uh, he he does really silly spoof songs where he takes audio from WWE shows and does it over music. And this comes from an episode of, I think, maybe 2013, 2011. Uh, WWE did this very short-run show of Saturday Morning, Saturday Morning Slam. Slam. It was a half-an-hour show. It was almost all... Uh, people asking, is this the new Daft Punk song? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh-huh. Uh, but Shining Wazato is very, very funny. Look it up. He also has spoof songs about how uh, Kevin Owens goes to the zoo. It's very, very funny stuff. Look it up. I'll put his name up on the screen. It's Shining Wazato. I had to look it up. He had very, very funny stuff. And you guys should go look up his stuff on, on the YouTube. But, yes, we have Wrestling Bears at the Fast Food Royal Rumble Sunday, January 27th. Before the Royal Rumble, you get the Fast Food Royale Rumble. Uh, so it will be quite the event. I'm very, very excited for it. People are already saying they got they want that ringtone. They want that. Bears with attitude. BWA, all right? Uh, people say, will, fi- will all five dudes from Five Guys Burgers be in the Rumble, or is it against the rules to have multiple competitors? Well, I can't tell you, Michael Fisher. In the Fast Food Royal Rumble, we have, we have spoken to the Competitive Competition Board, uh, and we- they have told us, the Competitive Competition Board has said, that uh, we, the, we, we will not allow five guys to enter. But Snap, Crackle, and Pop of Rice Krispies can enter the match as individual competitors. Now, if they work together, we can't guarantee it. We can't guarantee it. Here's the thing. That's right. We, we don't know who's going to win this match because it's going to go down in virtual combat on WWE 2K19. Robert has slaved to create the avatars and negotiate with the individual representatives. We have so many competing brands all in one match that will guarantee that we almost never get a sponsor for WZ Daily in the future. So we, I'm You just- know what I can tell you? We have the Ronald McDonald... Uh, Burger Town crew. Mm-hmm. We've got Snap Crackle and Pop, and mm-hmm. the Chick Fil A cows. Yes, will be there. So there will be some teaming, but as we know in the Royal Rumble, it's every being for itself. Mm-hmm. 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 People saying we should have uh, five guys should be Lucha Party rules. <laughs> you know, Lucha Party. You rules. guys are way too into this. Like... <laughs> no, but we want people into it. It's, uh, I'm way into this. I want to. <laughs> I, I want predictions. I want to know who people want to win. All right, and here's another thing. We don't know who's going to win. We're not booking this thing, all right? We're not working you, brother. This is this is legit competition. Once all those guys get out there, it's every bun for themselves, man. It's every extra. <laughs> it, it, we're going to see what extra value meal has that extra, you know? We're going to see who can really drive through. You know what I mean? We're going to see, hey, you can have all the gaga. You can talk about having your play place and your extra and your your little your little gizmos and gadgets. You can talk about having your Happy Meal Boys toys, your Burger King's Kids Club. All right, guess what? It don't mean a thing unless you're that final fast food mascot standing in the middle of that video game ring on Saturday, January twenty seventh. Some people saying, "What are we? What are we doing here?" Some people are already saying that the Jolly Green Giant has to be in the Royal Rumble. We're booking the Giants. Jolly Green Giant. You ever seen the Jolly Green Giant before? The guy. I have seen the Jolly uh, Green Giant. I'm now, very supportive of veggies. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the Jolly Green Giant. Uh, now here's the thing: you might think that that's a good fit, but Andre never won the Royal Rumble. Can the Jolly Green Giant really stand a chance? <laughs> 
<laughs> Love this one. Sean Rich texting in saying Daniel Bryan should be in the match to represent veganism. <laughs> You know, <laughs> killer tofu is abound, but I don't know if there will be any killer tofu in the fast food world. Uh, I'm being asked, what's the name of the Twitch feed? I believe uh, we. I haven't had the meeting with Game Re- Game Revolution, which is a sister site of ours, um, but I did get word that they are they are into the idea and they will be doing it. Uh, and you can oh, go to, you. you can go to their website and all their Twitch information is there. You know, I'll look it up right now. If you look it up on Twitch, it's game underscore revolution. All right. It's game underscore revolution. All right. And uh, you guys should definitely go check them out. They have a lot of great stuff. I've been listening to their podcast telling me about all the big games are coming out this year. And uh, definitely look up their podcast as well. Uh, so so great stuff from them. And we'll be doing that with them the Sunday of Royal Rumble. So as I mentioned, I've said it so many times. Uh, people saying it's a kaiju food big battle. Yes, if you've ever looked up kaiju yes. big battle. That's kind of what we're going for. Uh, Michael Shea telling me, his his sources tell him that Chester the Cheeto has expressed interest in the match. What can you tell me? Uh, hey, not just expressed interest. Michael Shea is my, he's helping me create these characters and negotiate yeah. these deals. And the Chester the Cheetah is in the fast food Royal Rumble. He's so in. get your hot spicy Cheetos because he's going to burn the competition because it ain't easy being cheesy. Cheese oh! <laughs> <laughs> ain't easy. Oh, there we go. Uh, Hornswoggle. Oh, God. Should, <laughs> Jimmy Williams saying Hornswoggle should represent the Keebler. <laughs> no, we, you don't have to worry about that because you got Snap, Crackle, and Pop so Ooh. we can get the Keebler elves in there. Yeah. I don't know if they need to be there, but maybe, you know. <laughs> we're, already, we're already booking an elimination chamber with these guys. We're, we're making the whole territory. All right, listen. If the fast food Royal Rumble gets enough views, there will be a fast food elimination chamber <laughs> and maybe even a fast food mania. All right? But let's get through it's like the fast in. food Royal Rumble. It's like all in. Let's just try Let's try to do this one big show. Let's just try to make this one. <laughs> this is so stupid. This is so stupid. <laughs> this is so stupid, Robert. And and the thing to think about this is we've put so much time into this. <laughs> and if we if we do this thing on the 27th and all of you are not uh watching it or at least watching it later on, I'm gonna be really upset. Shave on you. Sick up! Sick up! If, if if you don't watch this, I'm gonna be like your dad when he brought you McDonald's and you all you wanted was the toy. You know what I mean? Like that. Like that's what I'm gonna be like. I'm like, oh, come on now, guys. Uh, but stay stay pay attention. Stay pay attention to. I'm just all of a place with words today. Uh, stay attention to WrestleZone.com. We'll have all the information there, uh, and I believe we're gonna start rolling out some of the some more competitors as the days come up there. Uh, oh, people want to see the hand from Hamburger Helper. <laughs> These are all so ridiculous and so fun, and uh, that's the thing here. Uh, I want this to be silly and fun for you guys and and fun for us to do, Uh, and that's what we're about. There are so many options for wrestling media things that you can watch on demand, podcasts, YouTube shows, and the fact that you choose us is something I sincerely appreciate. 
Uh, I want to keep growing the show and make it bigger. Uh, we had huge numbers last week. I'm very, very appreciative of that last week. Of course, we had a lot of news, so some people kind of you know jumped in board. And if you're still with us and you're still watching the show, great. If you've been with us from the beginning, thank you so, so much now. We're almost a year into doing the streaming thing now, uh, and uh, Robert and I are having uh, so much fun with it here. Fast food wrestling. We're going to book a whole territory. Uh, Michael Fisher texting here saying the Taco Bell Chihuahua has entered. Yes. Yes. What 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 did Taco? What was this catchphrase? What was the thing you would say? Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. There we go. Uh, people are all into this. I believe Adam Sandler also ran him over, but that's another. Uh, Johnny Udonovich, the man who got this whole thing going. Johnny Udonovich saying, "I'm watching Royal Rumble is my favorite event. A men's Royal Rumble, a fast food Royal Rumble. My month is made. Thank you so much, man. Thank was, you, John. Thank you, John, dude. You got this whole thing going here. People want to see a heart attack death match. <laughs> They're already booking the whole thing. <laughs> so it, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty ridiculous here. Um, Robert Defilis, they want to follow you on Twitter. Where do they go? I'm at Dude Felice. That's D-U-D-E-F-E-L-I-C-E. Timekillerapparel.com is my clothing brand. If you want to check it out, get a shirt, get a hoodie, get a dad hat, get a snapback hat, beanie. It's all there. It's all good. Kevin, where are you doing comedy? Uh, I have plenty of comedy coming up. You can catch me every second Tuesday at Shakers and Clark. I am doing a show. I want to make sure I have this correct information. I know this is live. I can edit it out on the podcast later. Uh, but you guys can uh can can check out all the stuff i'm doing on my twitter feed i have some shows i'm announcing there and i know i'm going to be in crown point indiana if you're in the northwestern indiana area on january 26th the night before the fast food royal rumble and the royal rumble so come and check that out and i'll announce all the information there i just want to make sure i have it correctly i know it's at the art theater i want to i don't want to say the name of the theater wrong i should have this in front of me right Leave it to me to have the one thing that's about me, not not a ridiculous video you know game why, Kevin? wrestling match. You're not selfish. I'm not you're selfish. Giving. I'm not selfish. You're right. You're right. Uh, yes, I'll be performing on a show called A Forgettable Night to help you forget. And this is going to be at the Hobart Art Theater in Hobart, Indiana, just outside of Crown Point, Indiana. And that is uh, January 26th. You can get your tickets as well at their website. Look them up. And you can look it up on Facebook, A Forgettable Night to help you forget. And I'll be performing at that Saturday journey. Tw- Excuse me, January 26th in Hobart, Indiana. So much repetitiveness. Thank you guys so much for your support of the show. Hope you guys enjoy Raw. It's coming up in a little bit. You can follow all the information at WrestleZone.com. For Robert DeFelis, I'm Kevin Kelm. Wishing you a wonderful day in which you can also enjoy wrestling. Robert.